last time on the Samurai Jack radio program. This episode of the Samurai Jack Radio program brought to you by Existential Ennui and Sports. Fifty years have passed, but I do not age. Time has lost its effect on me. Yet, the suffering continues. Aku's grasp chokes the past, present, and future. Hope is lost. Gotta get back. Back to the past. Samurai Jack. I imagine there's some pretty kicking EDM music going on underneath that. No, that's a little clashing. The, 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 well, I mean, like, that's always Samurai Jack. And, uh, yeah, apparently the, the heater just turned on, so... <laughs> I'm gonna go see what I can do about that. I mean, we can, we can try it and then, like, the audio might just not be great. But Alright, that that, that's in keeping with how it was last time. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a throwback, it's intentional. Mm-hmm. Parody. Um, yeah, let's do this. Welcome to the Carton Cast. My name is Ben. My name is Zane. And again. this is the podcast. And- <laughs> And yet again, this is season five of where we review old cartoons to see what we think of them as adults. And today, we are doing a special reheated segment on the fifth season of Samurai Jack, Jack and Atcha. That's right. That's right. We covered Samurai Jack very early on in the show. Uh, We expected it to never get any more. Um, But then we got some more and we said, ooh, we should cover that. And then we waited five years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, we Uh, we had to wait for it to... (laughs) It, it couldn't be in vogue. That that isn't in keeping with our uh, traditionalist sentimentality of uh, the Carton cast, where we can only watch old cartoons. <coughs> uh, gravity falls. <coughs> but yeah, um, the, the hype the hype train needed to slowly coast into a ravine before we could begin to cover it. Once the hype train is full of vagrants, that's when we can cover it. Right, because <laughs> the vagrants are what make it interesting. I've seen trains. Yeah. And, and to um, be honest, Gendy Tartakovsky doesn't get involved in a pod in in, in a project until there's vagrancy of afoot. Mm-hmm. Just look at Primal. Yeah, and so uh, for this episode, we're going to think back to what the original Samurai Jack looked back like. Back to the past. Back to the gotta get got to get back. <laughs> God, Boy, that's that's uncanny. It, it, <laughs> that's it, jarring. The 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 way he says like there's a lot. Okay, we're gonna talk about it, but there is a lot of throwbacks to I guess the 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 memedom of the original Samurai Jack. Just the it's just it's just wallowing in its own history, and it kind of fails every time. I I had a different interpretation of it, but whenever they explicitly call out the history <laughs> or make specific nods, I'm like. Pretty not into it. Yeah, like we hearing didn't need that. Samurai Jack say, "Gotta get back, back to the past." Samurai Jack in every <laughs> yeah. single inch. It, it's it. It blows my mind. Gotta it's skip such, intro on that. It's such a bad read, and it's a 
it's a, it's a, it's kind of funny the first time. It's this is why we needed to, to wait character. five years because <laughs> that would have been endearing right away. Character. Well, I don't know about that. It's antithetical to his character, and that yes. that really struggle. Uh, the thing that I struggled mostly with when we were first watching Samurai Jack, which is a great show. I still think so. I want to do a rewatch of it someday soon. I didn't have time for the prep work for today. Mm-hmm. But I remember a lot of what we were talking about is that serious, silly dichotomy and how successful it was in both of those. Mm-hmm. It's not that successful of it here. Uh, no, but- it's, um, you know, so, so Samurai Jack, the original, 2001, 2004, we didn't expect to get any more, right? Right. Uh, it was they were trying to make a movie forever, and then eventually they finally got this fifth season greenlit, uh, twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. In that time, the idea of a Samurai Jack kind of evolved, and yeah, like the 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 original seasons kind of became uh, embossed in gold. Everybody thought, okay, this is the most amazing thing ever, and they tried to recapture it, and. Parts of it they did really well, but because they were trying to tell a more mature story, the humor parts of it clashed. Yeah, the humor parts of it are are atrocious, uh, mm-hmm. which is which is unfortunate because the thing that the first one kind of failed at was that Jack was a pretty uninteresting character in the original. He yeah. rules in this. This is a way more interesting Samurai Jack. <laughs> Mostly, <laughs> I I think so. I, I yeah, think yeah. that his his journey through. Like, what becomes a man whom is just kind of, who, like, the the notion that the ravages of time don't affect him, but he's kind of just, de- what's that one old, like, Sega Genesis game with the guy that can't die, and he has to go clean up Satan's, like, bedraggled minions so that death can finally claim him? That sounds like a fever dream you had. It's not. It's an actual game, and it's cool. It's a cool concept. It's like uh-huh. somebody who beat death, but his prize was immortality, but he didn't actually want the immortality once he had gone through enough. Like, it's it's a person with an endless cause that will never be sated, mm-hmm. and what that does to him, and like throwing this, throwing the final wrench into his just kind of inertia pushing him forward. I have to get back, back to the past, even though he knows it will never happen. Samurai Jack. And, and then the final, <laughs> and then the final, um, cog, you know, kind of rusts out of the machine. The final, uh, thing that kind of kills it for him is that he kills a human. And like, I right. find that descent and then reascent after that really engaging. Yes. So they they do a lot of really interesting things about um, Jack's character, how the ravages of time has have affected him, how killing a human and and this uh, sort of descent into dishonor that he feels uh, how that affects dishonor him. and and just and just like suicidality. Honestly, yeah. this is all all killer no filler for the first. It's great for the first half. Yes, exactly half and no more. <laughs> and then other stuff happens. Well, because um, Aku fucking pops pops his fucking head out of his gopher hole, and yeah. we suddenly it, realize, oh wait, uh, Mako Iwamatsu was it, <laughs> was not here for this final yes, season, he was, and it's it's really apparent. He was replaced by um, uh, Greg Baldwin, one of the lesser Baldwins, I assume, um, and. <laughs> 
that whole flock. <laughs> uh, who who's been Mako's replacement for for many things, mostly Look, Iroh. He's, and he he did it. Things. He did his best, and it just isn't good enough. Unfortunately. Yeah. So I think, unfortunately, we are going to have to spend a lot of this time talking about the problems with this season because the things that are amazing are apparent by watching it and the things that are not are easier to talk about in a podcast i think that we can talk about some of the triumphs like there's some stuff that works extremely well for me and i actually thought that the that the comedy was fine when it was understated yes like when you see like just a field of robot carcasses and jack mowing them down with a motorcycle like that's that's a funny image that that's very funny that's that's him jumping the shark right and that's really good uh but everything everything fucking scaramouche everything like there's a lot of just we needed a comedy thing we remember that samurai jack had a comedy in it (laughs) but yeah yeah, the the parts aren't there anymore let's lay the groundwork of the original so what do you rem- I assume you re listened to the original episode that we did on it. I God, can tell that you what would have I been smart of me. <laughs> I can tell you what I remember from that episode, sure. which is that it was very heavily influenced by kind of classic samurai films in the manner of um, Kurosawa and yes, how Gendy Tartakovsky really was kind of breaking the mold by creating a cartoon that had so much ambiance and atmosphere and part of that is true in the i mean just the the scene of them of of him like uh removing like little quills from both him and the deuteragonist in this like goes on (laughs) for far too long and it's very good like that's that is the sort of scene setting or or the fight in the snow when you can't mm-hmm. actually see the objects that are getting in the way, but you see the samurai like disappearing behind what are presumably trees, but it's all white, so you can't tell. That is yes. extremely good, and that's extremely like faithful to the original Samurai Jack. They did that all the time with the samurai versus ninja thing. Yeah, so let's let's dig in on that part. So the original sure. Samurai Jack and this final season both rely on this sense that this is a show that could be a movie, right? It's very cinematic um it's very intentionally and artfully done in ways with uh like you say the action scenes the lighting the, sh- the shadow uh, the colors you have things that are reminiscent of the original the original series you have samurai versus ninja a whole episode fighting in black and white shadow and and you know sunlight that we see a similar thing here but it's him against seven assassins they're fighting in a dark tomb and he's you know he's the underdog he breaks out and yeah. it's in a snowy field now he's on top and that 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 is shown visually in the way that you would like see in a movie and would be analyzed by movie people yeah 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 and we're not going to do that cuz we don't have the vocabulary for it but it's very clearly trying to uh, evoke uh, something well let me very briefly darkness bad light good oh okay yeah. Are you sure? Because sometimes, sometimes, and this blows my mind, yeah. darkness good, light bad. Well, it's the light in the darkness that is good. Zane, it's it's you're you're talking tenth grade kind of shit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Watching Samurai Jack again put me back in fifth grade. <laughs> We're not there yet. We're simply not, We're not ready. There. Simply uh, are not. Got to get back back to the past, Samurai Jack. And they still do some of the like 
okay, we're going to zoom in on the same shot three times to emphasize, but it's a lot more of the, like, artist, like, artsy, I would even say, um, just, like, sitting in a scene, watching... Well, it's more industry standard at this point. Like, it's... Enough time had passed from Samurai Jack carving out new territory that the territory mm-hmm. is now old. And right. I think they recognize that because they don't quite do as much of that in, yeah. in this. I think they just, you know, it, they're less focused on those um, classic cinema, cinematic action shots. And they're much more focused on this atmospheric, uh, like when when Blood you know, streams down that wolf face and it looks like circuits. Dude, uh, blood is is the <laughs> is the watchword of this season. Because mm-hmm. blood did not used to happen. That is the I think that Gendy Tartakovsky was kind of getting ready for Primal, which if you guys haven't watched it, it's probably worth your time. It's Is that is that the um adaptation of the game Rampage? <laughs> that, that is exactly what it looks like. But <laughs> uh it I is, only saw the cover art. If you should check it out because it's just um, it's basically what if Jack was a caveman and fought while on the back of that badass wolf. Oh, cool! Uh, for just you know the entirety of it's it's a caveman finds a uh, uh, a dinosaur and they just fight together for a while. Hell yeah! <laughs> like there's really not much more to it. You don't <laughs> need to say anything rad. else. Well, yeah, and that's what that's what Tartakovsky is so good at delivering, mm-hmm. um, at least in that realm. For whatever reason, he's also a genius at Dexter's Lab, which I don't understand how those play together, but I'm not going <laughs> to get into it. Um, but yeah, the, the blood aspect is another contrast with the original series where he's only ever fighting and killing robots. Um, he does fight like living beings sometimes, but they're like either alien enough where they don't count or he kind of goes easy on them. He, you, you don't see him kill them. And this time he does. This time and he it's... bleeds and they bleeds and they're not shy about it. Yeah. And and he reacts like we react because it's been so well established that Jack kills robots because that's okay for TV. Like that's almost become a ongoing joke in this podcast because of the way that censorship works for kids' cartoons, you can't show blood, you can't show gore, and yeah, so you got just a, have got like an a M robot, rating, right? A robot with a lot of oil. I don't know. I didn't actually look that much into the into the the, the production behind this. Yeah, I think it was considered, you know, mature capital M. It would not surprise me. Those first couple of episodes are a real gut punch. Yeah, I think I think that's where they really put their focus, similar to the yes. intro, you know, episodes of the original. Um, yeah. And, and like, obviously, we're going to kind of go through the whole thing. A season isn't that long. We're not going to do quite so much with generalities. So we're going to spoil the ending, most likely. Yeah, um, yeah. If you if you haven't caught up with it, I still think it's worth your time. We can get into it. Um, yeah. So a couple of other major differences, mm-hmm. um, just in terms of like the, the theming and the idea. So in the original, there was always the sense of momentum, even if he ended the episode where he started it. Um the sense that he's continuing on the quest, he's, you know, okay, I've knocked out another lead. I've got somewhere else to go. Yeah. And here, it's been 50 years. He doesn't age. And I think that was the right call because the assumption on the audience's part is, like, no matter, like, he's going to get back at some point. There's no way it goes on that long. 
right? He would die of old age. Yeah. They just said, nope. It's it's yeah. he's just stuck. <laughs> it's rad. And it's it's I love it when the narrative uh lubricant is applied in a way that also fits the cosmology like Mm -hmm. they need him not to age oh well he was torn through a portal in time time and aging and there's enough there you figure it out audience yep um it's i really like that decision and it you are right in the original there was a sense of just like this kind of ongoing journey this wandering samurai like you know countless in his classic countless western movies you kind of have that whole that whole theme and then this season hits and it's not merely is the sense of momentum gone. It's just like this begrudging responsibility. And then right. we take that away from him. Yeah, so right. So now we're going backwards. Like his his momentum has been stunted. He has yeah. no more. The road has run out. Now what? It's not just that he's lost his mission. He's lost his entire like mission statement. So Enough time has passed where he's no longer doing it for actual people. You know, he's just doing it out of a sense of duty, like this misguided sense of duty. And one of the things that I think is a real triumph of this season and something that I wish would have been resolved better with the finale is that we get to see those people who we helped in the original uh, mm-hmm. four seasons. And it's like, oh, well, dude, you might have lost your purpose, but you still helped all us. Like, yeah. it wasn't wasted effort. Like, you were still a good dude, and we're better off than we were. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and then they and then they completely uh, reverse course and say, well, no, actually, none of it did matter. <laughs> none of it happened, yeah. It, you might as well. These these people who were praising your name never existed. Grazie. Yeah. Uh, you uh, won? Congrats? <laughs> yeah, question mark? So, to be continued? Yeah. So I, I think there's definitely some complexities there, but I do want to just emphasize that contrast from end of season four to start of season five. The white gi, the sword, the patient ready for the next step versus no sword, guns, motorcycle, black armor, scruffy beard. They they yeah. are just hitting home how far he has fallen, even though he's just adapted, right? He, I, I think that it's meant as a fall. I, I think that it's meant to symbolize a fall from grace. It's meant to, it's again that gut punch like the blood. Like I think that it is doing all of those things. And it, it that's a good transition to what I think is one of the most important differences. Mm-hmm. With, if you don't mind me shifting gears. Yeah, yeah. Which is in the original episode that we did, we talked about how samurai is not that interesting on his own it's in relation to aku that he becomes interesting like that's his white whale that's the animosity yes the the, Um, the battle is external right and now it's internal he's no longer fighting aku because aku is not really even a participant anymore yeah he stopped caring he gave up he's fighting himself now and this and expresses itself in a couple of different ways. You have his old self done like in the flatter style of the original, but also really heavily um, stylized in color and shape, yelling at him about how he's he, he sucks and he should kill himself. And yeah. then there's also this like samurai on a horse decked in armor, just kind of off in the distance menacingly. 
Basically um, Thanatos, yes. Yeah, he just kind of emphasizing his dishonor and and also trying to ki- get him to kill himself. Yeah, is it he's a death seeker at that point. And um you know, there were whispers of this in the original run of Samurai Jack where he would mm. start to give up, where he would right. even fight with himself one time literally. Yeah, he fought he fought Evil Jack and it's kind of the same same idea. And like I know that you have some problems with the with the 5th season and so do I. I think that Everything about Jack fighting himself is wonderful. I think it's yes. so well done. I, th- I think the way that they closed that loop was a little less um, fulfilling for me. I think that it's um, it closed too simply and easily. It is, and i i would have I would have liked a little bit more discussion about it by Jack. Like, you were necessary for me, but I don't need you anymore. It's okay. You can you can you can rest. Like this, this yeah. notion of vengeance needs to give way to the notion of progress that is going to actually get me to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that kind of mental struggle handled better in other media. Um, I've talked enough about it, but the uh, game Celeste is really good about that. Mm-hmm. About yep. like recognizing there's parts of yourself that you used to need, but they no longer fit. So right. there could have been more done there. But <laughs> the the overall in impression the the overall strategy of season five which is jack versus jack that's definitely on the right track that's what he needs yes. to be doing mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um i will say that the end can i just bring up the yeah. fact that it ends in an unsatisfying way now so i can discuss it a little bit it, it ends unsatisfyingly in a number of ways <laughs> it does i don't think they really could have done much different but I think they could have, and I don't know how they could have, but the way that it ends is that he does find a way to get back to the past Samurai Jack and undo Aku's reign. He's back in proto-Neo-Japan or whatever, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, he has grown, but everybody else has is just, you know, he his is the only, he, he is the only one who changed through his journey. All that, uh, it's it's an unsnap no, it's not an unsnap because the five years still passed in that case. It's just a, you know, rewind, do it again. Yeah. Uh, and that's very so, unsatisfying for a number of reasons. But the main, the main thing that I want to bring up is that I could not help but compare it to the end of Bastion, hmm. which is the game where for the entirety of the game, you're like, hey, man, this apocalypse happened and we want to reverse it. <laughs> and then throughout the course of the game, you uncover hints that, well, I mean, like, this new world is scary and brutal, but there's still something worthwhile here. There's still, like, something to yeah. celebrate. And then by the end right. of the game, you have the choice, well, do you want to undo the apocalypse? Or do we want to just see what we can make of this new world? And, and right. I'm not going to tell you that one is right and one is not, but one of them sure as hell has a more satisfying narrative, you know, finale. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because the time loop is so much more common these days as a as a narrative um, conceit um, that a show like this that has always pushed at the boundaries of what is going to happen narratively took the easy way out and just did that reset button. Um, I think it would have yeah. been much more in keeping with the show to have all of the pain and suffering for the world, not just Jack. To still count and still have happened, but Aku is still defeated, and now you can rebuild. This, although objectively the right thing to do <laughs> from Jack's perspective, is um, it, it, it's 
it ties it off too neatly for a show that developed a character so much. It's worse than tying it off neatly. It's it's it it's in conflict with itself because we yeah. see through the entirety of this fifth season that you know, you were my samurai, you know, those ravers <laughs> raving his name and stuff. There's God. all those different I, I actually really like the notion that when Ashi is coming to terms with, you know, hey, propaganda bad, uh, yeah. she goes and visits a bunch of people that Jack helped out, and they're they're not doing great, but they're doing better. Yeah, that's that's fine. Um. And, but but why would you show us the it, it if if the purpose of showing us all that is to say that Jack helped all these people out and we can rebuild? The notion of going back and doing a reset is so in conflict with the notion of we can rebuild. Like, Correct. it just, it's fighting with itself Correct. in a very unsatisfying uh, way. And we'll get to Ashi in just a minute. I do want to mention the problem that this raises in terms of Aku as well. Um, yeah, so in this, go for in it. this season, we don't have uh, the original voice actor. And I feel like they kind of put Aku on the back seat for that reason. And so. He didn't really do anything for most of the season. He was he was depressed. He He's an afterthought. And and now that the samurai has returned with his sword to force Aku to open a time portal or what have you, um, he's ready for a big climactic fight. When when Jack goes back in time to kill Aku, that's not the same Aku he's killing. He's killing original Aku, who doesn't even know this guy, right? All of that all of that animosity that we built up in the first four seasons. All of the back and forth. Oh, I, I've I've almost won. Oh, I've snatched, you know, uh, uh, the time portal away from you just in the last second. That antagonist relationship is completely destroyed by the by the ending. Yeah, I guess I see what you mean there. Like it's it, the dramatic stakes are a bit of an anticlimax. Whereas if, if, if the final <laughs> boss was Aku is ruling over the wasteland versus. Jack reclaiming the wasteland so they can rebuild, it would have a much better dramatic impact. I'm saying, what if at the end of Inglorious Bastards, they went back in time and killed Hitler as a baby? <laughs> well, that's a take. Is that better? Uh, <laughs> it certainly isn't as satisfying for a, a dramatic conclusion. There is yeah. kind of a funny, like, uh, you know, booing the... the um, booing the Shakespeare villain off the, yeah, off yeah. the stage kind of element to Jack just coming back and skewering Aku before he does any of the bad stuff. Like, we know he's going to be a bad guy. So for the audience, it can still be fun, but it is not a dramatic, high-stakes engagement there. And it's and it's counter to how the show has done so much which, with its themes, uh, which is like this very Eastern-inspired, it's the journey, not the destination, sit in the moment uh right. aesthetic this is no this was a better utilitarian result therefore that's what we went with well more to your point it's not just that it's more utilitarian it's that it fits the aku of the fifth season mm. who is a lot goofier i guess like he was yeah. always goofy but he was yeah. also chilling and like kind of unknowable and now he's he's become so comedically toned that i i think that even if the narrative worked out a dramatic conflict wasn't really in his wheelhouse things that happened in this season with aku that would never have happened previously um 
he tells a group of people who say that they can destroy the samurai. He says, like, yeah, I don't really care anymore. Yeah, um, and that's interesting he... <laughs> in a different way. Like, you know, we were talking about how we don't really have that Jack versus Aku thing of the original series. We now mm-hmm. have a Jack versus Jack and an Aku versus, hmm? Question mark? <laughs> he, he doesn't really have anyone to fight, and that can also be interesting. Like, he could have done the whole bust Casanova Frankens... But, but, bust Sam, Samurai Jack and Nova Frankenstein out of prison so that he can have one big last battle, mm-hmm. like create a new time portal or something. But yeah. like um, he doesn't get enough focus, possibly because of the different voice actor. Uh, and so there isn't much drama to be had with him. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. uh, it is so focal on Jack. And every time we pan away from Jack or Ashi, nothing really, it doesn't really pull at you any in any emotional way yeah it's almost like jack has gone off on his own little side story that he resolves before coming back to just tidy this one up yeah it it does kind of feel like that like jack has grown beyond aku kind of right like i guess hmm i don't know there's there's places we could go with this i mean we we already discussed in the original episode that they have a very Batman Joker, you complete me kind of thing from Aku's uh-huh. perspective. And it makes perfect sense that losing Jack as a constant, you know, person to fight really took something out of him. It just yeah. doesn't make for a very satisfying villain arc. Yeah. And it also like counters this idea of Aku's in the future. His word is law. He commands everything with an iron fist. He kind of doesn't anymore, and the work that Jack put in with, you know, the, his buddies that we see throughout the, the time, and just in, in terms of the focus, um, it really doesn't seem like it's Aku's future anymore. It's It it already feels like we're in the aftershocks of him losing, because he's no longer yeah. an active force. So, you know, again, to, to, to go back and turn that all away, just, yeah, it just feels counter. But uh, I, I won't harp on it further. There are, I won't there are other interesting things either. going on here. Enough people have commented on the fact that the that the finale is unsatisfying, and I think that that is true. Um, yeah, I really would have liked a more hey, listen, you gotta gotta let go of the people that you let down back then, and embrace the people that you now care for, such as yeah. the deuteragonist whom we're spending a lot of time trying to humanize. Right. I think that would have been a more satisfying. There, there would be. There would have been a way to play it in this final season for Jack to come to terms. He's already coming to terms with internal strife. He's coming yep. to terms with the fact that he can continues to see his parents, you know, tragically being overtaken by Aku's forces. And they're like, why didn't you save us? Why, nev- why did you never come back? If that was somehow tied to him kind of forgiving himself, it would have been a really powerful moment of, I, I know I failed you. Yeah. And I can't undo that. You know, like, all I can do is make up for it. All I can do is atone for, for failing you back then by trying yeah. to take care of the people close to me now. Like, that, that is so much and, more personal as well as being a more satisfying narrative. And it's not really even out of their way because he's already in the psycho planes for most of this season. <laughs> and, and, you know, after he comes to term with the fact that he has not been dishonorable— this would be a great way to climax it is to have him say, wait, what is the honorable thing now to turn my back on 
my people, my original people who I failed, or to turn my back on these people whom whom I have done right by. Um, but it it seems like the fact that the future is erased comes as as a surprise to him. <laughs> it seems as though yeah, yeah, he didn't think through it. I'm just I'm kind of amazed that I the wanted him who to made... wrestle with the fact that th- he has to throw away everything he's worked for to yeah. complete his task and be honorable. In um, the finale of Gurren Lagann, you know, you kind of have that, we've done it. We've completed Mm -hmm. the mission, and oh, the hero sacrificed his love in order to do this, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, But everybody, like, it it isn't erasing the past. It's it's reckoning with the fact that the past had tragedy and moving forward, and so we, we... we rocketed toward talking about this because I think it bothers both of us the way that it tied up. Yeah. Um, so well, let's, it's, it's let's the other thing that it... ties this to the previous seasons, right? This the yeah. beginning and ending of this are a loop that connect back to that. Let's let let's leave that that finale. Let's let's put that to rest. It yes. it's not satisfying, I think, for either of us the way that it finishes. Let's 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 try to pull back and talk about this final season in broad terms. Yeah, so I think, you know, the major relationship that we see and the major, you know, where we spend most of our time is Jack's interaction with Ashi, uh this new mm-hmm. character who is one of the daughters of Aku. Um, a cult raised from birth to kill Samurai Jack, um, of which she is the sole survivor after their confrontation with Jack in some of the most intense and cool action scenes that this show has ever produced. How do you feel about the Daughters of Aku as a um, as kind of a new antagonist group, like this cult devoted to Aku? Oh, I think it, and- I think it's a great concept. And I think execution-wise, it, it did really well. Um, but the fact that we narrow all the way down to Ashi right away, she's mad at him for a couple of episodes and then kind of turns on a dime. Uh, I think that was a little less ideal. I, in my memory, it happens more gradually, but I, I agree that it happens pretty fast. It does fit with the notion of, hey, this is somebody who was lied to since birth and kept in a tiny box and never really had an alternative set of right <laughs> like as soon as she sees the outside world she's gonna have thoughts she never had before i think that and actually they, kind of fits and they do kind of lead some groundwork how she she has always had doubts she was not really um always buying into this in the same way that her sisters were whom they're not even really humanized much right um, i well, think I it's think... just moment to moment of like oh now she cares about people like there th- yeah. that hadn't really been shown as well but i think what- that the daughters of aku is an exceptional way to bring the samurai on his back heels and mm-hmm. also to emphasize the whole you know we don't care about what happens to robots we don't care about what eve is even happening with aku no we want to see how people exist in this world and what jack thinks when he has to come up against them right and that they do that really well i actually really love the daughters of aku i think that that's a really fun concept that could have been 
it, it could have been a, a running, you know, kind of vein of narrative intrigue through the original season if they had, or through the original series if they had come up with it sooner. But yeah. I, I love it. I think this I, is so cool. And I think it's great when the mother of the daughters of Aku comes to assassinate Jack and Ashi has to take her down to, to save him because she's It's evolved. very cool. Um, yeah. I think it's and all Jack great comes back until... And he's like, oh, so you've been busy. <laughs> There's like arrows and robot corpses everywhere. <laughs> it's it's all great until Aku shows up and said, "Who? Are... oh yeah, I did shadow fuck that woman. That's... <laughs> yeah, that, that was confusing. It's <laughs> like, like kind he's of like Game of, Game of Thrones tie-in. Um, um, yeah, it's not clear like what the ecology there is but basically ashi has aku powers and that's what ends up letting samurai jack go back to the past back to the past samurai yes. jack style um and um, i think ashi, so ashi is voiced by tara strong i think she does a really good job uh, in terms of like the emotional range and selling you know I, I like i said i didn't buy the transition from one emotion to another like conceptually, but I do but think each, that she sold each it. version of her is is well sold. Like the yes. vitriol with which she is berating an extremely exhausted Jack as he's carrying her through some like yes. monster carcass and Amazing. just shouting, just 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 giving him shit, and he's just like, oh god, she could still tire <laughs> herself out eventually, and yeah. that, which is part of the comedy that really does work. And she is kind of shown. That Jack is the good guy, that Aku is bad, you know, now that she's seen even an iota of the outside world, uh, out of her cult. Um, and she, she grows to kind of become uh, a partner to him, and then they turn it into a sex thing. Uh, what did you think nope. of this? Nope, 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 nope. Uh, courtly love is the kind of love that Jack can have. Uh, him getting, you know, the, the sticker blush... Yeah. <laughs> him having him, him hearing the sticker blush symphony uh in his head when, <laughs> listen you don't have to like that one that one was just for me um i feel like you've been trying to make uh sticker brush symphony work for quite a while i think that's the best we're gonna get sticker blush i think it's good yeah it, it's it's fine look there's um, room to breathe like sticker uh, but, shock <laughs> sticker sticker shock symphony is what he had when he had to buy that first uh by that first motorcycle to you know mow down those robots in the beginning you want how much <laughs> yes sir this is the motorcycle for you <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah he has to go talk to gun dan um yeah so they, they but do, um so this is yeah, this they, is where h- i think him getting him getting shy at ashi being naked because of a weird like hentai adjacent the robots are eating her dress, uh, kind oh of thing. God, it's so good. They go on an alien spaceship. That's not really explained. I don't mind it. Listen, I I think that the high drama. Now we are in an era of the whole season has to have more of a backbone of plot. Yeah, like that needed a little bit of levity. It needed kind of an off episode to explore some of just the new normal. We, I think that had spaceship is good. We've had off episodes like where, you know, Jack turns into a chicken and that's a nice breather. I <laughs> yeah, think, exactly. I think that, you know, two episodes before the last one is not when you put in your one off episode. Like, it's a little weird. Earlier so that we can see their relationship develop a bit more well, and they can save each other. And that, you know, makes her start to grow, you know, uh, uh, understand his point of view or something like and the fact that we felt like the ending was slightly rushed and that transition from her hating to liking him is slightly rushed, 
split this up, shunt them to the side, would have been perfect pacing-wise. Check this out. Instead of it being a rush to the finish, we have to defeat Aku, uh, this is a woman who I want to protect, and therefore Jack has sex or whatever. Like Instead of that, it's it's romantic courtly love in the manner of like him shyly trying to get her to... I don't know, appreciate the good things in the world and recognize that there is a life outside of the the, the squalor in which she was born. Yeah. And yeah, over take the her course, dancing, man. <laughs> over the course of the season, <laughs> like the, the the focal point is not so much a Jack versus Aku. It's a Ashi kind of being shown as like, hey, even someone who is as twisted as Aku, who arguably this person kind of is, question mark, Mm-hmm. If even they can be shown the side of good and redeemed, and that would have lined up really well with Aku's kind of listlessness. Of And what if, in the finale, Jack just kind of, they just kind of talk to Aku and say, like, there's, there, what are you doing? Like, there's nothing here for you anymore. You don't have to do this. I, You can be done with it. Just <laughs> listen, we've ta- we've talked I've talked to my husband about this and we think that it's time you got put in a home. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, I mean, like, I understand that you have to have a climactic fight, but like Aku doesn't seem to like the status quo either. Like, so, uh, it just seems so like Ashi is a really good opportunity for Jack to mm-hmm. uh, for this broader theme of even the darkness kind of has to move on. You know, yeah. you can't be stagnant forever. That's what kills you. Um, it, it's yeah, it's not a it, stagnancy is not a thing that only happens for heroes. With regards to the romance aspect, um, when that hit, uh, so I was watching this with Chrissy this time. Um, I watched it when it came out originally as well. Um, she had thought prior to the romance happening that they were going for a father daughter type relationship. Oh, which works so <laughs> well, much better. I think I think that would have been better, especially because. He, He's been he around is, for a while. Well, Jack has kind of ascended to this almost deific status among yeah, the he's, wasteland. He's, not, he's Hercules. He's not a human per se. Yeah, he's he's become an icon. Like there's statues of him. He is shown as kind of the the patricarius of the uh of the paterfamilias of uh mm-hmm. you know all of the these different rebellions. And the fact that she is a daughter of Aku and he, you know, refers to, oh, my little girl, like they build that up in the last couple episodes. That would have been a much more resonant theming for her hero's journey because she, you know, grows the most in this season. Um, And it would have made it less weird, but it still would have had that loss aspect when he goes back to the past. Gotta get back. No, 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 no. He doesn't go back to the past. Because mm-hmm. he's accepting his new role as a father. Because they have those flashbacks of, to his father. He's Yeah, exactly. He never has to... What if his way of atoning for failing his father is um, trying to provide for his little girl? Like, yes. It would, it would basically be the... Uh, it would basically be Lisa the Painful at that point. Yeah, yeah you, you, you don't, <laughs> like I have you don't get chance. a do-over once you have a kid. Like, <laughs> like you're, yeah. you're in it, man. Yeah, um, you, get, you and have I, another chance, bro. Uh, fatherhood is the secret theme that this show got rid of because it was too horny. <laughs> I, it, it needed that I, M rating. I don't. I don't know. It's just. I don't think it's, that, it's right I don't there. Know. I wonder how much the something... Butch Hartman design really steer. Like how much that steers the ship. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah, she, she's, there's, you know. There's some shots of her where, like, the the boobs kind of have that, like, squash a on a Thanksgiving table kind of uh-huh. kind of tilt to <laughs> yeah, it. Yep. Well, they, 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 they kind of come out and then up a little with, like, the and point her outfits. The her outfits are like sexy leather assassin and grass ninja hee hee tinkerbell aesthetic okay grass ninja kind of works because even jack like he has like a a a, a robe yeah and that is pretty form fitting like he's never you you can't really you, you you can't uh you know fit a dime between the clothes and his skin like that's sort of the aesthetic of this of this world like he is the sole bit of like proper and formal in a otherwise pretty Mm -hmm. chaotic and clothless um space and like for her to follow in that with like the form-fitting dress i think is actually fine yeah it's just you know they didn't have to do it like that look when the hentai bugs tear it off all bets are off at that point i'm kind of out of the out of the story and at the end where she's being controlled by aku and he snaps her out by declaring his love it should just be her overcoming it, right? Like, that's Holy better shit, on that all counts, happen? isn't it? I stopped watching with the kissing scene, and I was yeah. like, yep, I've, I've seen enough. I remember how it ends. Me. I don't need to see more of this. They have a whole scene in, like, a packed car with a bunch of cat assassins, and they're just, like, you know, awkwardly almost holding hands. It really dwells on it. Holy shit. Yeah, that's real bad. Um, I did Compare not remember that. how bad it was compare that to the scene where they've been eaten by a beast and jack is like you know she's tied up because she's trying to kill him and he's just gingerly taking like porcupine spikes out of both of them <laughs> that's so cute that's better and, that's a good and they, scene they're both having a terrible time like neither because one I'm of them smiling cringing. yeah that's, that's such good levity or or like him just carrying her bodily from place to place inside the giant bug carcass while she like berates him. Yeah. You're the scum of the world. Like in that Terra Strong over enunciation kind of way. Yeah, really good. And him just being like, uh, it's just another Scotsman, man. Like just let it pass. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, so I guess uh, if we're if we're mostly done on Ashi, I think so. It's I think she works about- until she doesn't. It's worth talking about the Scotsman and other season 1 through 4 holdovers. Um, as part this the other is, part of this that I really didn't think worked. Okay, uh, why don't you lead in? Because I thought overall it was pretty successful. We we get um, f- you know references to his earlier adventures. Some of the best you know episodes: the blind archers, uh, the mammoth people who were super enslaved. good. That's all good. Where where she goes and she's exp- she, you know she's trying to find him. He ran off, and she meets all these people who have a deep personal connection with him. And, you know, she learns about his exploits. That's all fine. You know, we spend a little bit too much time in flashback watching the archived footage, but whatever. <laughs> I, I like the, I kind of appreciated the. It's, it's it felt like, fan, like at the time when it came out, great. Right oh, now, yeah, it no, feels it's a, a million like percent fan service. Yeah, it definitely um, is. I just was kind of here for it. And like, that's fine. Like, if we see the battle where he saved all those little dog guys, great. When the dog guys like go in their like archaeology mechs to go fight in the final battle, less great. Um, <laughs> and so the Scotsman, <sighs> you know, because they had to have fan favorite the Scotsman in here. Oh, of course. He and his many daughters are attacking Aku. Again, you would never have seen people just directly attacking Aku back 
when he was at the height of his power in the first few seasons. Yes, agreed. Um, so already, I don't like the venue of the attacks. I like the Scott. I like the Scotsman's. I like his. I, I like. I think. Feel like his general demeanor is just about the right mix. The venue could have been better, but like the He's, notion of him still wanting to fuck up Haku while in a wheelchair is so good. A gun wheelchair? Yeah. <laughs> gun wheelchair, yeah. He, and he has all of his daughters, and he dies in glorious battle and becomes a, a force ghost. I didn't Listen, need that. What? No, 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 no. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go to bat for force ghosts. I'm going to go to bat for force ghost Scotsman because like if there was a character who was in direct antithesis to how, because remember the original Samurai Jack worked in uh, pairings, Jack mm-hmm. and Aku, Jack and Scotsman. The yep. point is the buddy comedy requires those two disparate elements and the two disparate elements of the original was the silly and the serious. It's, is it any stupider than the I guess it, it is stupid, but it's no stupider than Jack becoming a surfer dude out of amnesia, and now their relationship flips, and the Scotsman has to be the serious one. I'm fine with that in theory. I don't think the Scotsman's necessarily the serious one, and it's the kind of thing I wouldn't expect to see in this darker, grittier season. Um, mostly, like, him dying in battle, great, fine. He's had a good life, his horrible wife, etc. Um... <laughs> But when he comes back in the final episode as a ghost to just, like, get in a couple one-liners with Jack and, like, list off his daughter so that we can do that, like, multiple screen thing that he did when he was doing insults in the first time we see him. Uh, uh, yeah, that's just, that's a little much. Not not super necessary. I They had to include him somehow. It's fine. I'm not no, gonna, I get it. I just think, I just think that um, they did not convey the reverence they had for their source material as much more than fanboyness and i think they needed to to have it to have it meet the highs of the rest of the season you know that's that's a valid point and if i can try to wrap that into my into my theme of what the final season could have been and maybe should have been is that what we're trying to do here both with the darker and edgier tone and also you know our conception of where we're where we would rather the season have finished on, which is like him, you know, starting a new life, I guess, basically, mm-hmm. is that the whole season tries to track more mature than the original Samurai Jack run, which like the original Samurai Jack run, I definitely didn't like some of the levity. I could forgive it. I could forgive yeah. the episode of Jack turning into a chicken. I can forgive him being a surfer dude for a while. Yep. I can't really forgive the scaramouche of the final season because it, we're we've if the whole idea is that this is a more mature Jack has to kind of finally evolve from that very primitive gotta get back back to the past samurai Jack mentality if if we're really going to sell that the levity can't really exist as it did. And the Scotsman doesn't have a lot beyond that levity. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree in in one way. I, I agree that because you need to leave in the past the stuff that does not evolve with Jack. If you, they were doing the thing where like yes, he's moving on and just carrying forward in this crap sack world because now he's discovered he needs people and here are the people he helped along the way. Great, fine, um, more than fine. Oh yeah. 
that would have been perfect um <laughs> would have been great but um yeah the 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 animal creatures that he's helped they didn't evolve with him so it, it's harder to have them scaramouche they did, though. no they kind of did though. i'm pretty good with <laughs> Oh, I cannot disagree more. I think that the animal creatures, the blind archers, the ravers, like when they do the, when the ravers do that cute little, like put up their hands with the S symbol, I was like, yeah. oh, hell yeah, that's exactly the kind of, <laughs> there's the reverence for your source material, Zane, mm-hmm. is all the people who are like, yeah, the samurai's rad. We're, we're so much better off than we used to be. I think that all is real good. And I guess, I guess I just garbage. I guess I just soured by how it, it uh, was applied in the final uh, couple episodes, but let's talk about Scaramouche. Yeah. So, so Tom Kenny oh, is a jazz robot in the style of uh, Sammy Davis Jr. impression. You know, baby, I wasn't crazy about the front scruff, but I am grooving on the main. Yeah, and it's this is this is a very season one through four villain design, and doesn't I, seem I, doesn't work. For I me think in it's season more five. over the top than that. I think they really went all the way to the other extreme on this one. Then samurai? I don't know, man. I think there's man, an argument. All that right, this that is, was... I think there's an argument that this is pulled straight out of the season one through four. The reason why I think this works is we we don't spend a lot of time with him, right? We we the first episode he's like our enemy. You know, that Jack, you know, takes down without his sword um, to show that he's still got it, baby. Babe. Um, and it's, he's a credible threat, right? He's dangerous. He's got a telekinesis flute. He's got an explosion knife. Um, he, he's got uh, a okay, gimmick. I'm, I think, I'm I starting think why to see you like the problem, him is he actually. Has, <laughs> he had, I think what you like him is he has a very discernible gimmick. <laughs> uh, guilty. Yeah, he scats and it makes a telek. He's, he's like... Um, Yandu, but with uh <laughs> but with a flute. Yeah. He 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 does nothing for Jack to me, to my mind. He yeah. is kind kind of the forced levity that I think that you dislike the Scotsman's appearance for, but without the necessary well, we recognize we really gotta have the Scotsman here. I like that it happened once early on to show that Jack is not putting up with this shit anymore. Um, if he just ceased to be a thing after the episode in which he was destroyed i would totally agree <laughs> but he fucking sticks around and does some fairly irritating Hanna barbera fred flintstone trying to get into the same movie theater eight times with different disguises gag yeah that was weird uh, this this was in the back half where episodes six through eight and even part of nine are like what are they doing with a with a yeah. reprieve for the episode where she three hundreds a bunch of guys, a bunch of goblins and orcs? Very good. Um, but yeah, I I don't oh, know why I like Scaramouche other than the charisma of Tom Kenny. I, I, I think you realize, like saying it <laughs> in isolation, <laughs> what I, the I issue think it's is. Time that you grew and evolved and admitted your problem and uh, paid for your dishonor. Um, if I can, um, I thought I, it if was, I can, wait, uh, dive. Oh, go ahead. Um, I just want to say, I never got it out of my head that like, so this at, premiered like the same time as that guy who was, um, in Trump's, like, uh, like he was his press secretary, Scaramucci. And oh, all of course. sorts of comedy, like late night comedy jokes about how short he lasted as, as a guy. Um, this came out like the same time. And so I just never oh. dissociated that. 
Yeah, and he lasted longer. Yeah. Sort of, you know, presumably. <laughs> well, there was one part, when I was originally watching this, um, you know, eight years or something ago, I got to the episode wherein they do the I'm going to disguise myself four times gag to try to get on the boat so that Scaramouche mm-hmm. can go back to Aku so that he can tell Aku. It's so convoluted. We've got like yeah. Ashi, Jack kind of stuff to figure out here. Yep. But when he does that, he ends up being worn as a helmet to, I don't know, just some wastelander whose head looks like a penis. Yeah. And then Scaramouche says, that guy was freaky. His head looked like a penis. End kinda of just, scene. Kind of just because they wanted to prove that they say penis in this one. That That is exactly how it felt. <laughs> in the same it, way that they showed more like uh, cleavage and leg and stuff of Ashi than they could have gotten away with in the past. Yeah. The it, past it, Samurai it, Jack. Felt, it felt like such a... Come on, guys. It's such <laughs> is, a weird there choice. Any subtlety left here? Anywhere? Uh, the, and there the thing is. is that they decided to have reverence for uh, probably could have used this, like a, a little bit of distance. Maybe. You know, like, like it just. I recognize that like a lot of Samurai Jack's original charm was having kind of equal parts comedy and badass samurai stuff. I, I get that. It works on um, a monster of the week. It doesn't work here. It it doesn't, and I don't want, and I I do sort of wonder whether or not it's just that I have become more mature, and I wish for my shows to evolve with me. Uh, I, m- I maybe it just... maybe it is actually fine, and I just didn't have the patience for it in my later in my later stages. I think it runs directly counter to the themes they set out and the goal of this season. I think it right. Would they're kind of mark. They're marketing themselves as having matured, and then then showing us that they haven't is is weirder than if they hadn't done anything. You know? Yeah. I I think if they were gonna do comedy, the way to do it, fine. Do the Scotsman, whatever, and then have Scaramouche, but uh, Jack and Ashi, while she still hates him, have to take him down together. Like the, have that be the, part of the bridge. They do the right comedy here. In a few different places. Yeah, tell me, uh, the, tell me the highlights. The scene of that uh, of Jack picking out like the thorns while she's just glaring at him, and he just mm-hmm. looks so tired is really funny. <laughs> Again, like going back to the first four seasons, part of the what made it groundbreaking was that they let the silence play. Yeah. Um, one of the best sequences that I thought with Ashi doing her three hundred thing that is intercut with. With Jack doing a fucking tea ceremony. Oh, and it lasts. It's so slow of him, like, folding the napkin and wiping off the teaspoon. And then, bam, we're back to Ashi trying to defend him from, like, 500 raging orcs. And then, bam, back to the tea ceremony, him slowly stirring it in. And I want That's to point out, comedy. both of those scenes are beautifully animated. But, like, the juxtaposition is the real brilliance behind it. Yes. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like that's and, the comedy that works on Ben. Yeah. No, I, I I definitely agree. I think that that whole episode was great, except when Jack just decided to not be depressed anymore. Uh, <laughs> I think they could have done have spent, that a little better. I think they did okay. I could have spent yeah, more time fine. in it. Yeah, it's it it kind of has to be streamlined a little bit. 
Um, it's it's just weird to me how, like, he's been suffering from this voice in his head yelling at him for so long, and then he goes on a vision quest where a guy just says, hey, you're out of balance, and attachment leads to suffering, and, like, stuff he should know and has dealt with previously. I have the feeling that he tried to do this several times and could never muster up the courage to, like, kind of face that, and him him finding Ashi and seeing her kind of rise out of the darkness to embrace this better self is yeah. kind of giving him the courage to face it head on. That is I my that, read of it. I think that could have been a bit more explicit because that does tie in a much nicer. Um, and it's, yeah. it is kind of a, it, it, it is sort of a throw up your hands and cheer moment when he does get the sword back and he has his old gi on, he gets the fresh shave. It's our samurai baby. Yeah, well, I, I, we wanted a scene where he like shaves and does the hero reveal. Here it's just sort of given to him like he a gets soul, a little bit magic worthy thing. Yeah, he gets magicked back to uh, clean shavenness, which is my least. I I like that it happened, and I yes, I would have liked another tea ceremony scene to have him shaving and cleaning up. Yeah, um, yeah, but I I I hope I'm not coming off as excessively negative. I think this was really you good. Aren't. I just think it was it was so close to being perfect and they wouldn't it have had really to do a whole just, lot different no they they hit most of the right notes i let's let, let me talk about one other thing that i think was really excellent was i think it's like the third episode or something when he has the wolf. yeah the wolf episode that that's worth pointing out as like there's not really a lot going on there yeah, it's just so jack has suffered a bad wound both mentally and physically and is recovering and there is this mostly feral wolf that finds him, and they both just kind of heal together? Yeah, it's this very um, natural, in contrast to Aku's, fut- Aku's fut- future technology, it's this primal, like, a man and his dog. Um, this is part of the artsiness I mentioned, where we cut to this dog um, in battle while he's fighting the daughters of Aku. It's fighting, like, these, like, mutant bears, yeah, uh, there's things. there's no there's no, there's no actual connectivity between the two scenes other than they just wanted no. to show us it. Well, it's it's trying to draw a parallel between him and this like spirit animal, um, and by not saying anything and by using it to intersperse the action and give us time to calm down from the last big fight between Jack and the daughters, um, it, it it's very effective. It's just um, it, it's not uh. It's it's too artsy given how much more uh, mundane things become afterward. Yeah, it doesn't really connect to anything before or after. You kind of have to put your own meaning to it. I was willing to do that, and it was fun to watch. And, like, watching Jack wake up out of a fevered sleep uh, when he's, like, battling his own demons and mm-hmm. realizing the wolf has curled around him and then having a small smile and going back to sleep, like, oh, God, you earned that, buddy. Yeah, he's still protected by the ancestors or something. It's something like that. I I don't know. Like, he's coming to grips with what he has become over the 50 years of struggle. And yeah. the wolf is, like, pretty pretty beaten up and more savage than it probably used to be out of necessity. And just recognizing that there's still comfort there. There's meaning. You can find the meaning if you want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is it is kind of... More artsy than logical, I guess. Yeah, um, and it helps that uh, the the models are done more realistically, right? The original was was more cartoony, 
Um, I think Jack was a little bit more yellow in the original, if I if I may say so. Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe a bit. <laughs> it, it, it's it's inconsistent and it's distracting. Um, but they're really going for the like clearer musculature. Yeah, you got um, a little Tom Cruise this time around. A little bit. Yeah. Um, so it's it yeah. it's, it's uh, they've definitely improved. They've mentioned like the technology improvements. They wanted to use those, but without yeah. sacrificing the original aesthetic. I think that was broadly successful even incorporating 3d on the motorcycle yeah i'm not willing to count you know each bit and um each each clip of like here's where a cool animation piece was and this is why we already talked about why the sets work so well in samurai jack in our original episode uh Mm -hmm. and just giving it an animation bump is really the only big difference and and then knowing when they need to really kick the nitro into high gear for the sisters fight like there's also some some of that really tense hunter hunted stuff in the second episode where yeah jack is like they're in like some weird mausoleum and we see him fall through the floor and then all the daughters come after him and he's 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 on the back foot he's running for his life and then it opens up and there's just all of these different like coffins and like the unspoken thing is okay jack's got to be in one of these and they slowly just kind of yeah animalistically converge onto this one coffin and he bursts out just before they all attack and it it looks so cool and you see him afraid in that right sweating like he's desperate yes Um, in a way that they show it that they wouldn't have before right in the original season with his sword there's a ton of scenes of just like flashing sound effects and sword swings like back and forth as they move here. It's all about anticipation and follow through the actual like attacks are very short. That's another thing to point out is because we don't have that sword because we don't have the vocabulary that we got so used to in the first four seasons. um, We no longer have the kind of turn off your brain sound effects of the sword slashes. Mm hmm. So when you're watching a fight scene and you hear, you know, a crack of something against something else or hear a rasp of metal on stone that is distinctly not a sword, it is more noticeable. Like, it, yeah, it you, feels you... more, this feels more grounded and and carnal's not the right word, but, like, it, it feels more, I hesitate to, say, to use the word primal again. Yeah, it's visceral. But, visceral um, there we go it it's it never leans on that thing that they did in the earlier seasons where there's a fight sequence it's going on for a few minutes and you kind of turn your brain off because it's just kind of like at that same level of intensity here yeah. it's it's so much more calm waiting for the right time to strike 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 you know people are taking actual damage people are dying um in the in the works. original in the original, and and I, I don't remember all of the details, so I could be getting some of this wrong. In the original four seasons, there was this one episode where Samurai Jack had to fight all these robots, but they were like super robots for whatever reason. They were made out of something better. Uh, mm. they, they were like Wolverine robots made out of adamantium, and he didn't have enough strength to cut through them with his sword. So he puts on a goddamn power gauntlet, <laughs> and slashes through them with like this hydraulic fist and it rules 
but it doesn't sound like his regular sword. <laughs> like it sounds right. like there's like this whoosh that his normal fist doesn't create when it's slashing through stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just any departure from the, yep, this is hum, ho-hum, business as usual sort of combat is really going to stick out if you just came off the first four seasons. And yeah, I didn't watch any of the first four, but I was amazed by how little, how much, how much I was invested in the combat scenes where in the first four seasons they really just passed me by I think they succeeded artistically and aesthetically in that evolution um, theme that they were trying to carry on right they showed the power of experience in the same way that Jack does right how Jack now has to rely on a whole bunch of different weapons and will just like he takes down Scaramouche and grabs his knife like okay like I'm I'm breath of the wilding this shit I mean yeah. you know my my sword ran out of durability <laughs> yeah whatever's around really um what is that yeah, what does that really... bug carcass have like 5% acid damage <laughs> sign me up mhm yeah um yeah what what else is uh I mean what else is there really to talk about in this not a lot. Like, it, the thing is, when we were talking about She-Ra with the reheated, there was a big difference in execution. That's not really true here. It's an evolution of, of more of the same. And you, it's, it's difficult because the original really capitalized on the ability to be serious and also silly and make both of those work. And both of those no longer work. So it, it is a little lopsided in its execution, but we're still using all the same parts. And they're familiar mm-hmm. enough that nothing really rubbed me the wrong way until Jack made out with his daughter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that, oh man, that scene is like a, the perfect cutoff for fifth season being great to fifth season being bad. Because also there's like this, uh, this song that plays over the credits. Like, yeah, it's the end of a Popeye cartoon? Yeah, right? What the hell? Are you sure? It's like, hold me, baby, all yeah. night <laughs> long. It's, it's essentially like, it's it's essentially an acapella group comes in Yeah, serenades Jack off screen. Jack off. It's... Mm. <laughs> no, no longer necessary, Zane. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um... Yeah, I yeah. I can't yeah, help strong, but feel strong start, annoying end conceptually, and then weird choices in the middle. I've seen a lot of takedowns of the final season, and like it certainly doesn't end strong. I would have loved a different ending, as we have say- stated. I think it's mostly successful, with yeah. the exception of like a couple of the co- and like to be fair, ending is important. Aku is a core element, and he kind of fails here. Like, there is core stuff to the Samurai Jack mythos that doesn't work at all here. Yeah. Um, but, man, they they gave me exactly what I wanted out of the character of Jack, and I, I just cannot overstate that, how good it yeah. is to see my good boy really viscerally struggling for with mental issues for more than a single episode. Like, we for are sure. really sinking into depression and... And all these other things that have been hinted at in the first four seasons, so there's good continuity. Um, and just, like, the animation bump really makes a difference, man. It it, yeah. it looks 
excellent as like this evolution from all the action scene. We knew that good action scenes was a thing, but good action scenes with <laughs> stakes, that's right. new, man. Him I think bleeding, him getting a wound that he has to recover from for a solid episode. This is it uncharted it, territory. It's always so distracting when they bleed enough where you know that they, a person should be dead. They um, do he he really they it was like the castaway have to gouge my own tooth out scene. Oh god with the yeah. with the dagger. Like they really focus in on it. Yeah. Uh, at its best, I think this season exceeds some of the best episodes of the original. But I think I agree. it 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 uh flounders a bit and you know gets cringy enough that I don't think it's necessarily better. I think it's a necessary extension. If you're gonna be watching the you know, Samurai Jack, quote unquote, as a whole, this is a necessary part of it. Um, I just don't think that it's better. And that's a bit of a letdown given how hyped it was when it came back out. I think the the thing that I came to rewatching this was that um, I had stated on this podcast previously that I kind of wish that Samurai Jack just left us without an ending like i i wish that there was there was something satisfying about him just wandering in my head canon you know he's still yeah. searching for an answer like there's it, something very satisfying it's cohesive it, for his character yeah. and it doesn't it's not hopeless you know like there's 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 dignity in that and mm-hmm. i think the thing that's frustrating about this final season is that the first half of it is really doing a lot of work toward giving us a satisfying ending that I did not know could exist. If you <laughs> right. gave me the first four seasons and said, hey, wrap this up, I don't know how I would have done it. I wouldn't have had an Ashi, and I yeah. wouldn't have had, you know, Suicidal Jack. I wouldn't have had any of the cool stuff that I love in this season. So Yeah, it, I wouldn't have thought of it. Missed Potential, I think, is the is the real issue is like i think people were so taken with the first few episodes that for it to kind of end on this sour note was more troubling than it otherwise could have been like i i didn't know how badly i wanted jack struggling with angry jack you know yeah yeah absolutely well let's just just bringing the battle internal getting rid of aku almost entirely so that you know i think he could have left I don't it's, think we needed him. He he could have he could have gone somewhere else. If we just never heard of Aku, imagine the show. The daughter's trying to kill him because they imagine that will bring back their savior. Imagine that Jack finally gets to Aku's palace and it's abandoned. Yes. And they just have to make it work. Like, well, what do we do now? It's like whatever we want, man. We we finally have the space to grow and like not be afraid anymore. And it's tricky because that's that's a much more 2022. Like, sure, you have to address the structural issues. Take, um, but we whereas but this we is were supposed in... to be a classic hero's journey. Um, well, no, story. it wasn't though. We have blood. We have people saying penis out loud. Like this is the mature bit right. of Samurai Jack. <laughs> we, it it would have been very brave for them to, I guess, like the part where they they reverse time and like have the corny jokes is sort of them leaning on the popularity of an era that no longer fits. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, and just, they do that he, actually. They made a um, they made a follow up video game where the uh, Aku, like after Jack goes into the time portal to reset things, uh, Aku follows him and forces him to like relive his classic <laughs> adventures again. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't you remember the blind <laughs> archers? Wasn't that sick hype? Don't you want that <laughs> that feeling? Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think there were things they could have done. I think they did so much more than I would have initially thought. I just wanted, you know, with the benefit of hindsight, just wanted a little bit more. Yeah, and like I said, like uh, I think that my expectations were just raised because of how good the first few episodes were. The ending yeah. episodes are distractingly bad, but not unbelievably bad. Like it's, it yeah, it's, I, I, it it isn't that much more frustrating in isolation than Chicken Jack. You know? <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, it's just that the fifth season has this story arc that none of the first four seasons had that it it can't really traffic in that comedy anymore um yeah you don't come across yeah, it, as particularly negative on it i thought actually you from the outset i thought you were going to talk about being more negative and so i was surprised that you kind of weren't but. well scaramouche did a lot for me um <laughs> i struggled to, listen i'm on team scotsman force ghost yeah if if you're going to change one thing about this um make it a father-daughter relationship if you're going to change two things no time, no going back into the past. And if you're really going to push, get rid of Aku entirely. We would have understood. I, I, I would have celebrated, uh, but it would have been hard. Like, I, I, I can't put myself in the mindset of the guy who didn't get more if, Aku when Aku was the best part of the first four seasons. If if they didn't think that they could get away with omitting the Scotsman, no way were they going to no. be able to get away with not including Aku. But that's the thing about Aku is that he worked best when he was both silly and menacing, and he's just never menacing in this. Yeah, yeah, they they like, they, they separated those parts too much. Like, uh, let's contrast with the first with the original four seasons with this, which is um, you know these these like little water dwellers, these these little um abes from Hellboy come by, and they're like yeah. Please, masterful Aku, let us uh, let us take place in your in your empire. Uh, and then one of them comes forward and says, "You don't own us," or something like that. And Aku zaps him to death, uh, and yeah. he says something real badass, like he will he will atone for one thousand years in the pit of despair or something. And yeah, make make me a statue. Yeah, and they're they're all like groveling. They really sell the notion that this is a horrifying monster. Cut two. Fifth season, there's these mud people who are doing the same thing, but without any of the fear. It's not the Aku that's different. It's the way he is interpreted by the populace. Yeah, yeah. He he ran out of those billboards telling them to eat and consume or, or be killed. Yeah, yeah. It, there's, like, everyone's used to it now. Like, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's no longer, you can't be scared your whole life. Like, it, it just becomes, you're not going to you know, be worrying about the commies sending over, you know, nukes mm -hmm. for, you know, multiple decades at a time. Like it's, it's going to run out of, it's going to, it's going to wear out its welcome. <laughs> You're just going to get inured to it. And I think yeah. that's, there is a message there that could have worked, right? Like there, it could have been like, no one's scared of me anymore. It's like, well, what do you expect? There's no one, you're not fighting anyone. Yeah, you're 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 hiding, you're bunkering away in your hell cavern in case the samurai who you haven't seen in years and are not trying to kill anymore shows up. 
Yeah, there's there's cool places for Aku to go, and they they sort of sidelined him in favor of what is frankly the more interesting story, which is how does the sam how does the samurai evolve? Yeah, yeah, because um, Aku's not supposed to be he's not supposed to change. He's the devil. Um, that's the point of I, him. Yeah, I, I'm kind of just amazed at how accurate we were the first time that we talked about this show where we looked at Aku as just like this clock in clock out workaday guy. Yeah. And this is yeah, him yeah. like a, a, a dozen years later, just like having given up at life. P- people trying to convince him to retire. Cause like, man, you listen, you already got pension. It's, it's okay. I know you don't have anything to do at home, but like you're kind of slowing down the workflow. <laughs> yeah. What, what about you? What about that time that you impregnated cult? Don't you want to do that again? <laughs> On, yeah, you gotta but, get your groove back again. <laughs> I would love for Aku to have a sassy. What if he just had like a sassy, not really in it for the evils, like best friend? <laughs> oh, like a, like a like Jack Spicer. <laughs> like a, like no, like a neighboring deity, like so, someone from like the <laughs> next universe over, being like, buddy, what's going on? Things aren't going good for you. I thought you got everything figured out over here. I, I want to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative. <laughs> that's where loki ended up yep yeah yeah uh yeah i i'm glad that you did like parts of it as much as you did though because like i i know that this this had this kind of left a sour taste in the internet subculture in general i think I, i haven't seen many people praising many aspects of the fifth season and i think that that is a little myopic if the only thing it did right was the improvements in the aesthetics, it would have still been like a, a, a masterwork. Um, the fact that they did go so strong and had incredible like, uh, uh, you know, internal battles, uh, wordless narrative, like they they nailed the best parts of Samurai Jack. They just couldn't sustain it through a whole 10 episodes when they were trying to tell too many different stories at once. I don't know if it's they needed to have more time or they needed to shrink the number of stories, but there's, again, the failed potential is just where it's frustrating because the first half is so strong that anything, Mm -hmm. all of the stuff that we had a problem with in the tail end just feels like, almost got it, man. Almost. So close. Yep. But, but still, is, uh, I'm that, I'm gonna carry that inside the monster Ashi yelling at Jack scene for the rest of my days. Mm, it's great. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> just the tired Jack expression. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep, yep, it, yes, it was. And you know, I'm happy oh, well, to go that's... back and what? Sorry, sorry that uh, when you mentioned the tired expression, that reminded me of like, yeah, this is the whole like father daughter thing of like, oh, that my toddler's throwing a tantrum, <laughs> like just want to go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, he's just, he's just so stoically much. like, he'll tire himself out, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it was pleasant to, to, to see again. And um, because it was sort of the same reaction that I had with the Clone Wars where, oh, I care about Anakin at all now. Like, <laughs> it add in a, a dimension to Jack that didn't previously exist at least in not so extreme a way. Like, Jack has been sad and happy, or he has been sad and mad before, but he hasn't been, like, spitting rage and suicidal before. 
Yeah. Um, and that that's such an interesting direction for him to go in. And I'm, I'm so glad that they went in that direction. And for him to have kind of this morality pet person coming out of the darkness so that he can do the same is is really touching if you let it be. Absolutely. And it's still yeah. unfathomably dumb that he starts each intro saying, gotta get back, back to the past, <laughs> Samurai Jack. Yeah, it's, no one ever called him Jack in that, except for like the first time. People are referring to him as a Samurai Jack. And you know what, I guess that is kind of good, because you can't just say the Samurai for 50 years, so like somebody one yeah, time is the like, doctor. I think that he called himself Jack, I don't know, I just heard it through the grapevine, and then it kind of catches on, you know, I, I think that that would have been cool. <laughs> But or that, like, that 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 explains it, right? Like he yeah, could have. It's, it's because he is semi divine. She called him Jack. It's because well, I mean, she needs a name. Yeah, but he should at some point say what his real name is. Actually, you know, the fact that the the daughters of Aku refer to him as the samurai and that the people call him Jack—that's oh, good. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I I, yeah. I didn't check to see like if that was a consistent through line of like. It's pretty consistent, I think. Yeah. Pro versus against. Right. Yeah. No. I because personal as opposed to kind of like this um, this existential evil. Right. Don't forget Jackie, baby. <laughs> right. Scaramouche aside. <laughs> God, I hate him. Uh, ben, I'll take, what are we watching I'll next take time? <laughs> when, I'll take twenty force ghosts before I take one Scaramouche. Ooh, I'll hold um, you that. And uh, Zane, what we are watching next time, I believe, is Tasmania. That's correct. Yeah. Down in Tasmania. Come to Tasmania. Back to the past. Yeah, there's there's hopefully a lot less existential angst. Not that it was bad here, just that it doesn't really fit there. Um, <laughs> nice. Let, let's have a nice light one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to something uh, a little bit less... Um, uh, something that I can have freer opinions on without fearing I'm doing it injustice. Mm. Um, and Zane, what are we doing after that? Well, if if you want to see just how free your opinions can go, oh um, boy, I invite you to to have the hottest of takes at Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken. It's, it's actually, time for a scrambled section. Do some weird animation, and you know this has been a surprisingly like like it it is stood. It has been part of culture for a lot longer than I think anybody expected it to be. I don't think anyone remembers the actual show. <laughs> it's I just the memes. I couldn't tell you what the transitions between different bits were. Like, I, I don't remember. I'm, I'm getting vague flashes of the intro and it being kind of creepy, like Ludovico stuff. But beyond that, mm -hmm. I actually yeah, don't well, remember it's... much about it. Yeah, well, that's, that's the nature of, uh, you know, parody and pastiche where... You know, where does it start? Where does it end? Once it starts making fun of itself, is it really have claws anymore? Uh, we'll have a lot to talk about and a lot of weird animation to look at. I think it's just that Family Guy kind of wiped out the memory that the, all the memories that I got from that year. Yeah, Family Guy wiped out a lot of memories. Um, Family Guy amnesia is a real thing. But right. yeah, Robot Chicken. <laughs> I'm I'm excited to go back. I have semi fond memories of it. Uh, and you know. I like shows that are like, eh, man, they're not all going to hit. You, but yeah. but we we know you don't want to change the channel. You'll suffer through it. It's going to be okay. I really appreciate <laughs> that that uh, that method. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we'll see what cool. happens. And thank you, Zane, um, for having us redo this reheated. And thank you, audience, 
for listening to us talk about Samurai Jack yet again, saying the same opinions, but with spicier, more mature, more sexual overtones. Um, yeah. If you want to give us um, uh, recommendations for other shows we should watch or have anything to say about Robot Chicken or Tasmania, you can go to our contact page at fancybat.com slash cartoncast and leave us a note. You can go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating or review. It really helps us out and it validates our non-existence. Uh, and more <laughs> oh, than yeah, anything because, else. Because none of it actually, the, we the podcast didn't happen, yeah. Uh, the, the final episode will ha- contain a macro that wipes out the po- the rest of the podcast, except from, like, episode 12. Yeah, are you really undoing the future that is Aku, if the future isn't Aku anymore? Wacha. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Ooh, okay. No, wait, that's, uh, that's Harvey tell you, Birdman. Tell, tell your friends about the show. <laughs> Who's that man in the beak? Who's that cat with the suit? It's Aku, baby. Samurai Jack? <laughs> Scaramouche. Uh, look, I don't hate Tom Kenny. I just need No, of course not. <laughs> Listen. I think he should have his own spinoff. Oh, no, that's okay. I think so he had was, charisma. I, I remember seeing someone say, hey, I think that the Scotsman should have had a spinoff. And I'm like, I, I, think about that for a sec. Like, really put it through its paces and see how that t- turns out. He spin-off needs planet, a Samurai yeah. Jack. He needs a Samurai Jack to butt heads against. Otherwise, it doesn't work. And even then, it was only like, the, the Scotsman was only in like four episodes. He like it's actually wild. wasn't there that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, speaking just uh, briefly, speaking of the, um, you know, love of its own history, when Ashi walks into a bar that has just a whole bunch of like robots that existed and people just like living up the old days and it's just yeah it's it's not great (laughs) (laughs) there was one cut to when they were all talking about like what samurai did to him uh and and it cuts to a robotic popeye saying he put my he he put me eye out and it's incredible like it's a like it's a it's a blink and you miss it kind of transition. It's like, whoa, robot Popeye. <laughs> what, what timeline are we in? This is rad. Yeah. Why didn't we spend more time on Robot Popeye? Give <laughs> Robot, robot Popeye his own spinoff. I'm a scat man. I'm a scat man. Yonder, 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 yonder